Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studios, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, co-host of the Smart Money Happy Hour on the Ramsey Networks. And also my daughter is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Todd starts this hour in Phoenix. Hi, Todd. How are you? Rachel. Hey, Todd. What's up? I'm just calling up to uh, ask, uh, how do I protect myself from inheriting a timeshare? And to, to add a little context to that question, uh, my in-laws, they have expressed to my wife and her siblings that they plan on uh, including the two shares into their will and trust. And um, pretty much I, I want to make sure that that timeshare has no way of ever getting to to my wife and I and uh her siblings have also expressed uh, their their um, uh, they they don't want to to inherit the timeshares either. So, um, is, is there anything that that we need to do, my wife and I, to to protect? So the kids have yeah. figured out that timeshares are basically legalized fraud, one of the worst products on the planet. But the parents hadn't figured this out yet. They, you know, they, they love it. They, they, they think it's the best thing. Yeah. Since life, so what I just said, you, you guys hate it. They, they love it. The parents just haven't figured it out. Okay. So basically a timeshare is a liability. It's a bill. It's a problem, which what you're saying. And I don't want to inherit a bill. Well, you don't inherit a bill. So you're not going to end up owning this. It's not going to be transferred to your name under any circumstances because you won't sign the transfer papers. You're just going to give them the old uh, salute. No, thank you. Right? Now, now, could the timeshare company foreclose on the timeshare? and They can come back against the estate, or? but they cannot come back against you. Okay. So they may take some of the uh, parents' assets. Likely will. Likely will screw up the estate, yeah. but it's not going to come against you. It might come against what your wife would have inherited from her parents, it might mess that up, but it's not going to mess you, you and your wife up because you're not liable for your, for your in-laws stupidity. Does that make sense? Okay. So they're, yeah, what they're right. doing is they're poisoning their inheritance. Todd, yeah. would there ever be a conversation with you guys to tell them that, yeah, we, I mean, do they know that you guys don't want it? Yeah, so so my wife and her siblings they have had that conversation, and um, but you know we we've all I guess benefited from the timeshares. They you know they like I said they they love their points. They they use them, and uh, you know they they provided you know room accommodations for us on, on trips and stuff. But you know when when time comes, no, I mean, if you buy a hotel, if your grand, if your mother in law you know, buys you your hotel it. room, it's the same thing. Except she doesn't end up damaging her estate later. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you guys so, need to explain to them that this is going to mess up their estate. Yeah. 
all right, well, this is good news knowing that it can't ever come to my wife and myself. No, you can't because you, you do not inherit debt, but the, uh, and and this is debt. It's a bill. It's a liability, but you, but, but the estate does have to stand good for the estate. So anything that they own stands against anything they owe, but you do not inherit debt. That may not be an issue then, because they did express to us that uh, whoever the timeshares will also receive a cash account, I guess, loaded with twenty grand to pay maintenance fees. But no, I don't want the twenty grand. I don't want the timeshare. Keep the stupid thing. Throw it in the trash. No, no, twenty grand won't even touch. People pay twenty grand to get out of these dad blame things. All the time. I mean, it's just, it's a horrible business, full of fraud, full of scummy operators. It's a filthy business. And yeah, you don't want anything to do with it. No, under no circumstances are we taking this timeshare. You can't give us enough money to take it. It's like, it's a poison pill. All right, so that, that's really yeah. I was just seeing if there's any other stuff to protect myself. So yeah, much. you're fine. You, you you know how do I protect myself from my mother-in-law going eighty thousand dollars in credit card debt? You don't have to because you're not liable. But you're not going to get any inheritance because when they sell the house, they got to pay the eighty thousand dollars in credit card debt before you get anything. What you own stands against what you owe when you die. But children do not inherit debt. It will affect what they inherit. Because the debt has to be paid before there's any distribution net of the debt. And so the stupid timeshare is a debt. And it's an ugly debt because it's very hard to get rid of. You get stuck in these things. And one lawyer calls it legalized fraud. And again, we've worked with the timeshare industry. They are the filthiest, nastiest, lyingest bunch of thieves I've ever seen on the planet. They're horrible. They feed on old people. They feed on dumb people. They just, it's awful. It's a, they put old people in buses and ship them over there, lock them in a room, and keep feeding them pretzels until they buy a dadgum timeshare. It's awful. They're horrible business. So have I been unclear? I was going to say, how do you feel? How do I really feel about timeshares? <laughs> it's an end. Man, I'll tell you. I, it I is. It's, gr- it's know, gross. Yeah. You know. You know, it's uh, other industries do do bad things that are not good for you, but this industry is particularly scummy. I mean, like the credit card people, credit cards are stupid, but uh, they're straight up. They just say, you know, it's 28%. We're going to screw you, and you're going to love it. And people just go take it, and they just, you know, sign their the, – But they can cut it up and get rid of it. I mean, like you, there's yeah, exit At least you plans. can get away from them. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, whole life people, you know, we're going to take all your money and give you almost no insurance and make you act like and, – and, and somehow make you think that that was a smart idea, and we're, we're going to screw you, and you're going to love it. But at least you can cancel the policy, you know? Uh, you know, car lease. At least you can get out of a car lease. Stinking timeshares, man. It's like a – oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you just got me all riled up, Todd. I hate these. I hate that. Well, industry. and they prey too on and old people and dumb people. Well, yeah, yeah, but they they go and they target obviously specific people they see out at a hotel, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, we can rope you in." Yeah, 
and and knowing that they probably don't even have the money to pay for this stuff. I mean, like it's yeah. Playing golf the other day down in Dadgum Cabo, and this guy comes up and he goes, "Hey, you want your golf free?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "All you gotta do is sit down." Oh, get away from me! Sit in. Just you should. I'm gonna take a seven iron to your you head. You should, knowing oh that you're God. not going to get sign up for it, for but you could get free golf. Round of golf. I'm gonna sit and listen to your crap. Not a chance. Unbelievable. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host. Teresa is in Little Rock, Arkansas. Hi, Teresa. How are you? Just fine. And you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Well, I am knocking on the door of 61. I have no retirement money saved up whatsoever. I've been working the baby steps. I've got my little $1,000. And um, hopefully Social Security will still be there when I retire at 67. My question is, even though I'm in the baby steps too, my company uh, matches 4%. And I'm just wondering if I should go ahead and be putting that 4% into my 401k, even though I'm still in baby step two. So you're 61 and have no money? None. What do you make? Uh, I bring home roughly 67000 What is your debt? Uh, a little over 69000 On what? Uh, student loan is eleven. I have a car loan of eighteen. I have a uh, personal loan of twelve, and then uh, I guess you could say another personal loan of twenty-six on a tractor. Why do you have a tractor? Uh, well, we're country folks. Oh, and we. Where's your husband? My husband is 75. He's drawing Social Security. He right. is basically um, disabled. Okay. I guess you could say he has COPD and emphysema. He's mm-hmm. had three back surgeries. So, so he don't need to be on a tractor. No, I'm, I use the tractor. Not anymore. Broke people don't have $26,000 tractors. Well, I have tried everything I can to try and sell this thing other than just letting it go back and letting them sell it for whatever they can sell it for. And no, you have the difference. Tractors are selling I mean, right now. What's What kind of tractor is this? It's a Kubota. That it's tractor a, will sell. Uh, well, You haven't tried to people, sell this tractor. I well, when people say that they go buy a brand new one for the same price of what my payoff on it is. Well, you, your payoff is a personal loan. It's not a track. Is it? Yeah. Does it have an actual the lien tra- on the tractor? Yes. Okay. With who? Who do you owe? Kubota. Uh, yes. 
Okay. Well, I would go to the credit union and borrow the $5,000 worth of difference and get this tractor sold, and you need to sell your car, too. You guys are in emergency mode, girl. You don't buy a $26,000 tractor when you're broke. Well, this was two years ago before I discovered Dave Ramsey this past March. Okay. All right. What is your land worth? Yes. What's your land worth? Um... Probably about three or four thousand. Your land is worth three thousand dollars. Yeah, we we it it's we bought it. Back I'm sorry, in per 92. acre. No, for the whole seven acres. You have a twenty-six thousand dollar tractor for a four thousand dollar piece of land. Well, we hunt, and I use it to clear deer leases and our hunting area and food plots. Yeah, I told you I was a country girl. I'm not criticizing country. I love country. I was over bush hogging last weekend on my farm, so I, I right. got that uh, it, it, and just because it's therapy. I, but, yeah, but, okay. Uh, I admit it was a stupid purchase. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it is. You know, yeah, spur of the moment purchase. Yeah. Okay. It, it gives you joy, but not as much joy as being as being broke is stealing from you. Right. Yeah. And you're starting to look up and go, I need something to eat other than social insecurity when I get to 66, 67. Yes. So, yes. yeah, I, if if I'm in your mode, I am so scared. I'm going crazy and I'm mm-hmm. selling tractor. I'm selling car. I'm going to get a $2,000 car. I'm going to work like a crazy person. Are you leasing the land? Did you say deer le- hunting lease? Are you oh, leasing it well, out to people? It, it, uh, no. No. It's land that other people own that has given us permission uh, to hunt. We're, we're not having to physically pay for a lease. Oh, you don't have to pay a lease, but you're not receiving any lease money on your seven acres? No. Okay. All right. That's what I was trying to get to. Okay. Right. So you have seven acres, and literally the only value of it is four or five thousand dollars. Yes, sir. It's five hundred bucks an acre. Is it mountain land or something? No, it's it it's just it's in between a bunch of uh, heirs that and nobody. I mean, it's paid for. I know, land, I know, but the, I, the it's just hard for me to imagine land that's that cheap. Five hundred dollar well, we an acre land in Arkansas. I can't. <laughs> we, yeah, I mean, you must be piping sunlight in there. Okay. We are. All right. We are. <laughs> All right. I got you, girl. Only okay. God knows where we're at. <laughs> I love it. I, I kind of think I'm going to like I think that I've got a feeling it's beautiful. I really do. It, but, it uh, is. But anyway, mm-hmm. okay. So, all right. Um, yeah, selling let, cars, let's, let's selling get, tractor. Get rid of the car, get rid of the tractor. What's the student loan? Teresa, why do you have an uh, $11,000 student loan? I've been paying on it since 1999. And did not take advantage of paying the last three years. Okay. Okay. So you've got to get in high gear mode because if you'll get this mess cleaned off, you can you'll have plenty of money to save yeah. and yeah. invest. Well, but you got so many payments coming out, you ain't got any room in your budget to invest. And that's why we tell people to clean their debt before they take advantage. Yeah. So of the, the short match. short answer: don't. I want you do debt free right in now. a year by selling everything in sight. I want your husband afraid he's going to be sold next, okay? And um, and, and uh, you know, and every deer in the area needs to be afraid you're going to sell him 
because you're going to shoot him and put him on something and sell him. I mean, oh, my gosh, you're unbelievable. you got to scratch up every dollar you can, clean everything up, and and knock this out as fast as you possibly can because you're, you don't have any money to invest. You don't have any room in your budget with what you described to me. So, uh, and, and you've, you got, you know, as you said, you got six years. So we've got, we got to make, we got to make hay while the sun shines and you got to get with it. And, um, and Teresa, it's going to be, it's going to be extremely uncomfortable. Just yeah. know that going but, in. Well, because, but it's going to be really uncomfortable being 82 and oh, have yeah. zero money. A hundred percent. And a rusty track. But you're, you know what I mean? But I'm like, after decades of living a certain way, untangling that is much more difficult i think than when you're living some some way for five years and you're you know what i mean you're you're taking a life Teresa, and you're turning it on its head i mean you're going to be doing some really yeah. newer ways of thinking that are going to feel very uncomfortable but keep pressing through even though it's hard and every time like you do saying, something smart your heart. every time you do something smart i want you to say i'm doing this because i'm a country girl i don't want you to do anything else dumb and say i'm doing this because i'm a country girl quit blaming dumb stuff on country girl Blame smart stuff on country girl because country girls do smart stuff, and and you know th- this is what this is what you're about to do. You're about to do some really difficult things, and people in your life are going to think you've lost your dadgum mind. But what you're doing is you're trying to secure a reasonable last three decades, two decades of your life, you know, and and that that's very important to fight for very important to fight for and it's possible teresa we've yeah. talked to people it's gettable five it's gettable. years from, down from where you are and it's a completely different situation so you do you it's never too late we always get that question is it too late it's not too for late for me you know and not too late but you're trading a twenty six thousand dollar tractor for one hundred fifty thousand bucks in your retirement you're trading an eighteen thousand dollar car for another hundred thousand dollars in your retirement you could have a quarter of a million dollars set aside with match if you'll get your butt out of debt now by the time you hit 67 68 years old you can get there if not maybe maybe 200 maybe not two and a quarter or maybe not 250 but you you can get to where you don't have this sense of being broke and then if you want to go buy a six thousand dollar tractor to play with out of your two hundred thousand dollars and you're 70 fine go do that but otherwise don't mm -mm, no 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 and blame all smart things on being a country girl Don't blame dumb things on being a country girl. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, Pro Family Filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. In Maine is John. Portland, Maine, to be exact. Hey, John, how are you? Hi, how are you? 
better than we deserve. How can we help, sir? Yes. Uh, so I have a question regarding my 40K of student loan debt. Uh, once I pay off roughly 15000 of other debt, do I make a charge to pay off my 40K of student loan debt or use a main tax credit program that over 10 years would result in me paying 5000 The program would refund me my payments on uh, as a refundable tax credit, and should the program fall through at some point in three years or so down the road, I plan to have the money saved to pay the loans back you know, immediately so that I get rid of that debt. But is it a wise thing to just make a charge at it, disregard the program, uh, or let it go the 10 years and pay the 5000 over 10 years? Pay it off, John. Yep, disregard the program um, for many different reasons. But one of them is just that you have the ability to pay this off and you will be debt-free on your own regardless, very, very quickly. regardless of a program or the government's assistant, whatever it is, like you, you have the ability, John, to pay this off and to be debt free and to move on with your life. If Maine had a program that would give you $5,000 in one year while you're doing it anyway, yeah, we would take it. But Maine has a program that keeps you in debt for 10 freaking years. I'm not standing around in this sewage for 10 years. No way. Yeah. Get your life back. What do you make? Uh, I make sixty five thousand at this point. But what do you I'm do? Look into. Uh, I'm a, an electrical engineer in the power industry. Okay. How long have you been out of school? Uh, just a couple of years. I, I did just switch jobs. Right. I took a little bit of a pay decrease to just transition to a better work culture, as you definitely uh, allude on in your show. Yeah, because you're not making much thing. for an electrical engineer. That's why I'm no, kind of like whoa. Um, yeah, no, I had, I had to take a bit of a pay hit and transition to um, a different. What um, other debt do you have, John? Uh, my other debt is roughly fifteen k, twelve thousand in credit cards to get me through school, and then I um, uh, have uh, twenty five hundred in personal loan. Yeah, you, you know, most electrical engineers make like a hundred, right? Yes, uh, and that's that's more. Uh, you have a couple of years, of, uh, more than a couple of years of experience, around five, and um, maybe a P two. But um, I'm only a couple of years out. I, I would like to see myself around eighty. Yeah, so I'm, I'm making some changes to try to okay, good. see if that can happen. Good. But All right, I just didn't want you to be settling down there about sixty five cents on the dollar where you should be ending up. So because you got a great degree, course, that's, a that's a wonderful, that's a wonderful degree. Work. It's a, you, know, you got a great choice. By the way, the number one career field of people that become millionaires in America is engineer. N- number I, two I is accountant. Yeah. Yeah. Number two is accountant. Number three is teacher. Just to kind of give you an idea. So that's uh, of all, and we did the largest study of millionaires ever done. That's what we found. So you're in a great place. That's why I'm rooting mm-hmm. for you. I think you chose well there. But yeah, let's get the debt cleared off as fast as we can. Uh, and and the opportunity cost on your life what you could have been doing with your life while you were screwing around for 10 years with the state of maine is not worth it get get this stuff paid off yesterday take six jobs sell stuff get it cleared up really 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 fast and go have you a wonderful life yeah and you know the student loan conversation is is big because i think there's 40 million americans that student loan payments will be hitting in october 
And it's something that we're actually going to address on our live stream on Tuesday, September 12th. Uh, it'll be at 7 p.m. Central Time. It's free, you guys. So make sure to tune in because this the student loan, there's so many of these types of things, of these programs, and even with you know everything that happened with the Supreme Court. I mean, there, there's there's all this stuff. There's all this chatter. Yeah, how did we get here? Where do we go from here? Yeah, and so being able to kind of just like clear clear all the all the messages that you're hearing and all the programs and all this repayment stuff and just say, okay, hey, what can you do? How can you take what you can control and knock this stuff out and to finally be free of student loans? I mean, our last segment, you know, there was a 61-year-old who had been paying on it since the 90s. 1999. Yeah. So you guys, I mean, this is a, it's a, it's a big conversation to have, but also one that we feel like we're able to help direct and guide you so make sure to tune into that live stream it'll be actually dave you me jade warshaw and and we're going to talk about this and for again a lot of americans these payments are going to be hitting here in the next couple months and it and it is it is scary right hundreds of dollars now that you may not feel like you have the margin for you're expected to pay so september 12th at 7 p.m student loan debt in america how we got here how we get out Go to RamseySolutions.com slash student loans. Sign up for the free live stream. We'll furnish it to you. We're expecting over 100,000 people to view that, and we want you to be one of them. Spoiler alert, we're going to tell you to pay them off. <laughs> I, I know you're shocked to hear that we're going to tell you that, so just let you know right up front that's how it is. Just we're like going to we show just, you how, though, as well. Walk you through. Exactly. Just like we just did different with Different scenarios, yeah. Shirley is in San Antonio. Hi, Shirley. How are you? Dave, I'm honored to be speaking to you today. I've been a fan for years. Well, I'm honored to talk to you. How can we help? (laughs) I want to know if we should help our daughter pay off some debt. Um, She's got, she was in credit card debt, a couple of credit cards, about $50,000, two of them. Wow. And. Well, back the first of the year, she kind of drank the Kool-Aid and she called him up and she made a deal with one to pay on her that card at zero interest. The other one agreed to 2% interest. Good. So this girl makes $62,000 a year. She's not a girl. She's 56 years old. Um, and she is paying these guys $850 a and I just feel like I'm watching my daughter as a rat on a wheel. Just what does she make? Sixty-two thousand. So, if you help her, are you giving a drunk a drink, or are you helping her for the last time ever use? She's never going to use credit cards again. Has she learned her lesson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How much are you going to give her? I have. Well, my question to you is: I've heard you in the past tell people that are in debt like this to call the credit card. Like if she owes 20 on one, tell Is she behind with them? Hello? Shirley, Shirley, we lost you. If oh, she, shoot. I think we lost her. If she's, if we're behind, try, see if you guys can bring her back up. I don't think you can. I don't know. I'll put it on hold. Y'all work on it. Um, if she is behind, you can settle it for pennies on the dollar. If she's current, you can't. If she's got a deal where she's paying them eight hundred fifty dollars a month, you probably can't. If you are going to give her some money, I would only do it on a matching basis. Like every time she sends you a receipt for 
uh, I don't know how much you want to give her, but if she sends you, you know, tell her you're going to give her every time she puts a thousand in, you'll put a thousand in or something like that. If you got that much money and that's how much you want to help. Yeah. And making sure too, Shirley, that you are in a position that you're able to do that. That's assumed. And I would dig into like what that $50,000, what, like, what was that? Right. And understand that hopefully, you know, that it doesn't need to be a pattern in her life that this is like the thing she just goes to all the time um but to really oh line six good we got her back we got her back all right so we're we're about we're about out of time shirley but are you there i'm here okay Uh, is she behind on this debt no she's not behind then they're not going to settle with her they're only going to settle if she's behind how much uh, how much money have you got Uh, (sighs) we could pay it all but no i mean are you a millionaire Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I would not pay at all. I would match whatever she's doing. If you think that her yeah. behavior is permanently changed, no more drinking if you're going to give a drunk a drink. Don't don't be an enabler. But if you're assured that her behavior is permanently changed and you want to match her, she puts in a thousand, you put in a thousand. She puts in a thousand, you put in a thousand. That kind of thing. I'd do something like that. Let her sweat through this a little bit to solidify she never does it again. Our scripture of the day, Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. John Wooden said, whatever you do in life, surround yourself with smart people who will argue with you. <laughs> oh, I have done this. This I have done. That's his wise. That's an art form for me. <laughs> that is so great. It's I've good. never heard that from Wooden. <laughs> Very fun. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Tina is in Pensacola, Florida. Hi, Tina. How are you? Hi, Dave. How are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up? Okay, have a question. I've been following the baby steps, but I'm doing them out of order. Um, In 2020, we did FPU, and at the same time, before the nine-week class was over, I was my breast cancer returned after ten years of being gone. Mm. So <clears throat> we kind of did things out of order because of that. We um, piled up cash and went into the emergency. You know, emergency. Yeah, we mode. don't we don't tell you to work the baby steps when you're fighting cancer. Well, I'm we tell you to pile up cash. I'm stage four, so I'm always going to be fighting. Mm. Um. So. We've paid off $46,988 of debt in these last three years, but I still have 9052 to go. And we have our fully funded emergency fund, almost fully funded. It's $12,000. And I'm just, I'm antsy to get that nine grand gone. At the same time, I'm scared to take out the emergency funds and pay off that debt. What type of cancer do you have, kiddo? Stage four metastatic breast cancer. How old are you? Fifty-six. Okay. Mm. <sighs> and so it it came back with a vengeance three years After ago. After ten years of yeah, I, w- I was diagnosed in two thousand eight, and then it came back in two thousand ten. And then both of that was just a reoccurrence. And then in August of this month, August of 2020, it came back as stage four. Oh. 
in my lungs. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm okay. stable, but I'm still. In, I'll be in treatment forever. Yeah. So until I'm not, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um. So what? Yeah. I don't think this is a baby. I, I would not say you do the baby steps. Normally, when someone's going through a chemo and trying to get towards remission, which is not your diagnosis. Um, Correct. But uh, uh, we would say stop everything. Don't work on the baby steps. Pile up cash. Fight cancer. In your case, you're electing to fight cancer while having some savings and fight debt, Right. Correct. And so we're not going to call this the baby steps. This is just your choice. Instead of just piling up cash only, you're saying part of my walk is I want to go ahead and hit this debt. Right. That's what I'm hearing. And okay. So I just I want you to I want you to know what you're doing is you're saying it's a modified version of piling up cash is all it is. Okay. It's not a modified version of the baby steps, and that's okay. I mean, it's a nuanced difference, but so the point being that there's not a a baby steps answer to this it's more of a thing of you have how much in in your emergency fund now $12,193.98 and, and what's your household income 3900 a month after tax and you have $9,000 in debt left $9,000.50 or $9,000 $9,052 yes okay I mean, we're able to, our, our, our expenses are right around 2100 a month because mm-hmm. we own our house. Um, but in Florida, mm-hmm. we're getting hit high with um, insurance. Yeah. insurance. So, um, our expenses are 2100 a month. So we have, I've been putting 1800 a month, well, 1500 a month towards that $300 a month, yeah. keeping it for other things that come up that aren't planned for so we don't have to touch our emergency fund Certainly, okay here, you know, here, here's the way I, I, here's the way i'm analyzing this and you you tell me if i'm wrong because i i don't know but in sitting in this seat i've had this discussion with people lots of times over the last 30 years okay mm-hmm. and so what i understand about cancer and, I, and i've never had it and i've not had you know, my spouse fighting it, but I've had lots of friends and lots of people sitting in this seat. I've talked to about it. It's very, very important that you focus on winning the battle, right? Yes. I mean, you're, you have to focus your emotional energy, your spiritual energy on be on winning right now. And, and so having said that, then I would tell you that whether you add to the savings or whether you pay down on the debt, the answer is which one gives you the most peace because I want you to have the most peace so you can concentrate on the most important things, living. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. There's not a wrong answer. Yeah, so for, for, for you, Tina, you may say, I would feel more peace with this $9,000 gone. You know, like, or, or for some people, it's like, nope, the minimum payment's fine. I just want some cash over here, right? So it's kind of this, you choose your journey with where you're at mm-hmm. of what gives, what, what gives Tina the most peace. Because you need, you need peace because you need power. Right. And, and well, I look at you've got an amazing, you got an amazing like, tone to your voice. I'll just tell you, there's a lot of joy in your voice. 
there is a lot of peace that I have. I mean, I, originally I was getting six months to live. I'm 36 months later. I'm good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's, so, and, and talk about it with your spouse too. I mean, what gives you guys the best quality of life right now? Um, and, and, you know, it might be that, you know, we'd rather instead of having 12,000, we'd rather have 22,000, um, or instead of having 12,000, I'd rather have 3000 and no debt. Um, you know, what, you know, Rachel's right. You choose your journey. And that's what I'm telling you because that all of that is a modified version of piling up cash. The reason for piling up cash and pushing pause on the traditional baby steps is to give you the power the emotional, spiritual, and even financial power to lean into this fight and uh, to enjoy the ride. Uh, and and uh, so as much as you can. And and that's what we want for you. So um, you're smart. You're game on. There's not a thing in the stupid column. Fight, fight, fight. That's, what's, that, that's, what, that's what we want for you. We want you to have the, the peace of a warrior to fight and, and to go into this and, and not be going, Oh, I'm doing this wrong by Ramsey. You're not, there's not a wrong pile up cash or pay off debt. What gives you the most power? What mm-hmm. gives you the most peace? Good. So reminder, when you have storm clouds in your life, folks, or when you have a unexpected thing, you get a job layoff, you get a, a, a baby on the way you're fighting, you get a cancer diagnosis, you get a whatever like this. You, it's not modifying except you just stop the baby steps and pile up cash. You can come back later mm-hmm. with a pile of cash and restart. So if you pile up 50 grand, file, pile up a hundred grand and you know, you could push play again and run the table yep. on baby steps one through three, you know, just, just like that. You know, if you got a big old pile of cash, but in the meantime, you can concentrate on what's important, which at that moment is the storm. Yeah. Get it running into the storm, not from the storm. That's right. And uh, it's the old story of the buffaloes on the plains run into the storm. That way they're in the storm not as long because the storm goes over them faster since they're running into it. And cattle run with the storm, so they end up staying in the storm. So be the buffalo. Be the buffalo. Run into the storm. That That's the old story. And that's that's the thing. So uh, sorry, praying, for, praying for you, girl. Yeah. If you can help you in any way, your husband any way, y'all call us and let us know. We'll help you any way we can. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. it's Rachel Cruz. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.